Greetings, my peeps, and welcome to the All Things Basketball Podcast with your boy GD. In this episode, it is my Week 22 review, which includes the Final Four for both the men and women, a preview of that, and then also Ja Moran missing time, CP3 is back, the rise of the Boston Celtics, and of course some Nick talk thrown in there as well, so sit back. Relax and enjoy the show. Okay, guys, so we are now on week 22. Well, we got two more weeks to go, and then it's on to the playoffs. So, um, yeah, so <laughs> I can't believe we're just about at the end, well, regular season-wise. So, of course, I'll be covering the postseason as, you know, uh, I'll have to figure out how I'm going to do that. But uh, postseason will be covered, so make no mistake about that. So, with that said, let's talk about Week 22. Before we start week 22 in the NBA, like we usually start it, let's start with actually college basketball. So we are now down to the final four in both men and women's. So I had to kind of peek into this week to get the women's side. So uh, let's talk about the men first. Uh, right now you have Duke, North Carolina, and actually they're going to meet up uh they have a matchup in the final four there. And then on the other side, you have Villanova in Kansas. So the big story amongst the final four, Coach K's last hurrah. So he's gotten his team back into the final four um, for the very last time. Uh, of course, riding the back of Paolo Banchero, his star player, uh, the freshman 6'10", uh, who's been carrying them uh, this thus far. So, does he have enough bullets in the chamber to to get that that last uh, chip? Uh, we'll see. We'll see. But um, he definitely has the guys playing. Uh, Great basketball right now. They're at 32 and 6. So so we'll see what happens. And then on the other side, you have North Carolina. Oh, who, oh, by the way, uh, spoiled um, Coach K's last home game by winning that game. So uh, first year coach Hubert Davis doing a fine job taking over for the retired Roy Williams, so Hubert Davis getting it done, and he's getting it done with his junior, 6'10 guy, Armando Bacot, so uh, actually, and that should be a good matchup between him and Paolo, so uh, two 6'10 guys there, so uh, North Carolina playing above their skis, uh, at 28 and 9 making it to the final four so 
do they have it in them to beat Duke one more time? You, well, you know, Duke in North Carolina, that's been a rivalry for uh, as long as I've been oh, watching basketball, college basketball. So um, it'll be a very, very emotional, very intriguing matchup, that's for sure. And then we go on the other side with Villanova. Jay Wright, of course, um, actually the latest coach amongst the four to win a championship um actually hubert davis virtually on the job so obviously he hasn't reached that height yet so jay wright and his backcourt of colin gillespie and justin moore uh should be an intriguing matchup they're at 30 and 7 facing kansas the number one seed on that side uh coached by bill self and he has a solid backcourt over there uh, Ochai Agbagji and then also Christian Braun so uh, so the matchup between those backcourts should be interesting in this this final four game so uh, if I were to Pick who's going to the finals and winning it. I guess I could uh, since we're doing this. So I'm going to pick uh, Jay Wright, man. He just gets his team to play come tournament time. So I'm going to say uh, uh, Jay Wright ends up winning it all. I think Duke uh, sneaks by North Carolina and it'll be a Villanova Duke. And I'm picking Villanova. I'm picking Villanova, so that's my pick for the Final Four. <clears throat> On the women's side, uh, you have South Carolina, the number one team in the country, wire to wire. Uh, they face Louisville. Louisville, I got an opportunity to watch them play. I tell you what, those girls, man, oh, that that's a tough defensive squad over there. Of course... Uh, South Carolina coached by Dawn Staley, and you know her work. Uh, she has the lethal uh, combination of uh, Aaliyah Boston and Destiny Henderson. So uh, that should be a good matchup. And for uh, Louisville coach uh, Jeff Waltz, he has Emmy, Emily Elks, Exler, who's been playing great in these uh tournaments here but the standout has been Haley van lit and she reminds me of a uh a young kim mulkey with her fire and desire there but i think the unsung player that that's over there is kiana smith so uh the matchup between boston and henderson for south carolina and then Exler and Van Lift for uh, Louisville will definitely be intriguing, but I think the um, the key player is actually Kiana Smith. If she's able to get off like she's been doing in these uh, games, look out, uh, Louisville's going to be trouble. Then you have on the other side, Stanford, who last year won it all, uh, they face UConn, of course, um, 
with Gino Ariema, who has his team peaking right now. He has uh, Paige uh, uh, Becker's back. So, uh, and she's playing well. She's playing well. Uh, there's even been talk of her being compared to uh, Diana Tarazi, which is lofty praise there. So, and of course, they have uh, uh, Christian Williams, who was pretty much holding the fort down until Beckers got back. And then uh, Z Fudd as well. So, and then for... Uh, for Stanford, uh, the backcourt of Haley Jones and Lexi Hall, that's going to be tough. And of course, on the inside, you have uh, Cameron Brinks. So I think that's going to be a tough matchup there. Um, my pick, um, I think Louisville got something going on here. Uh, I think they do. Uh, I like them getting to the finals. Uh, to face a UConn, and I'm going to go out on a limb, guys. Uh, I think Louisville can win this whole thing. I really do. Um, they got momentum on their side, um, and yeah, I, I'm going to pick Louisville. Um, so Louisville will pull the upset over uh, South Carolina and then face UConn and get the win there. So. That's how I'm picking it, guys. So, uh, but definitely uh, the matchup for both men and women very intriguing. It's been an exciting tournament on both sides. So, yeah. So, uh, should be interesting, guys. So, so that's the college story there. So, let's talk about the NBA, shall we? So, and as always, we start the week talking about the players of the week. So, for the West. It was Carl Anthony Towns, whose team went 3-0. He averaged 38.3 points per game, 12 rebounds, and he shot at a whopping 60% from three-point range. Good gracious. And then, mind you, um, during that week, he had the 60-point um, and 17-rebound game against the San Antonio Spurs. So, so Carl Anthony Towns, his team playing well. When the time is required, and that's down the stretch. So, kudos to him. And then for the East, Jason Tatum for the Celtics. Three, his team went three and zero. He averaged twenty nine point three points per game, seven point seven rebounds, five assists. So, and Boston is playing so good. I'll talk about Boston in a little bit. Uh, so. Let's talk about the other stories for the week. Um, guys that are ruled out for the season. Some of them are not so much of a surprise. Um, so, Damian Lillard uh, with his abdomen. Um, the Blazers declared that he's out for the season. Same thing with James Wiseman for the Golden State Warriors. He was rehabbing that knee. But uh, Golden State want to stay on the side of caution, so they'll just hold them out for the season. Um, then you have uh, uh, Hamando Diallo for the Detroit Pistons. With his finger injury, they deem him out for the season. 
Uh, Josh Giddy, who's been sitting for a while with that hip injury, uh, OKC said uh, that's enough is enough. We're looking towards next season with him. Uh, for the Nets, Joe Harris, with his ankle, he's actually having a second surgery. So, um, so he won't be joining them in the postseason. So, uh, smartly so. They got enough gunners there between um, Seth Curry. You got there Patty Mills. So, uh, Joe Harris given a chance to rehab and get ready for next season. And then finally, uh, Jonathan Isaac, who's been, hasn't played since, uh, I believe before the pandemic, um, with that ACL. So, uh, the magic staying on the side of caution. So they're deeming him out for the season. This gives him, uh, actually a off season there to get himself, ready for the coming season so so that's your guys that are ruled out for the season so let's move on uh some other news John Moran out for two weeks he has knee soreness uh, uh a blow to the Memphis Grizzlies who you know there was actually whispers of him being in the MVP conversation so uh, these two weeks, um, let's see if Taylor Jenkins can uh, have his guys hold the fort until Jaws. Uh, seems like Jaw will probably come back just in time for playoffs, maybe a game or two uh, before the season ends. So, uh, so right now, a guy like Tyus Jones will man the fort. Of course, uh, Dwayne Melton. So, uh, you know, they're pretty deep at point guard. So, um, then, <clears throat> then you have guys like Desmond Bain who can handle it. Uh, Dylan Brooks, he's healthy now. So, uh, so they'll be okay. They'll be fine. Uh, you'll definitely miss the presence of a Morant, but, uh, they'll be okay. They're getting great coaching from Jenkins. So, um, they'll be okay. I don't see them slipping, uh, as far as the standings go, so so that's that bit of news. <clears throat> Let's move on to a guy that's returning. Uh, Chris Paul, he's back for the Phoenix Suns, and he's been out since the All Star break. Remember, he uh, he had the uh, thumb injury, so he's back. And in his game, first game back, they get the win. And they clinched the number one seed throughout the playoffs. So Phoenix riding high. Um, and they get their floor general back. So uh, so that's good news for them. Uh, this kind of takes the pressure a bit off of uh, Devin Booker. But Devin Booker's been playing MVP basketball. I don't even understand why. He's never in these conversations as far as MVPs goes. He's the best player on the best team in the NBA. So uh, he hasn't really missed time. He had the one issue where he had a, um, I think it was COVID, uh, where he sat on the sidelines for a bit. So um, apart from that, he's he's been played above and beyond this whole season so uh 
but again, Phoenix clinches the number one seed throughout. So, uh, so kudos to those guys there um, getting it done. And of course, Monty Williams. What more can you say about Monty Williams? Monty Williams, who was robbed, I'll say it. Even as a Knicks fan, I'll say it. He was robbed of a Coach of the Year opportunity last year. I say for all intents and purposes, he probably gets it this year. My only caveat is a guy like Taylor Jenkins may sneak in there, but I believe it should go to Monty Williams. So, so there's that. All right, let's talk about the rise of the Celtics. Uh, Celtics going 13-2 and uh, after the All-Star break, including a 9-game win streak that they had prior to the All-Star break. So... They're playing their best basketball right now. Uh, they're clicking on all cylinders. Uh, Coach Aduka is really doing a job over there. Um, they're amongst the top four teams in the East. I think there's like a game that's separating those guys. So, um, yeah, so they're playing great. They're playing great. You know, um, and then remember, there was a point in the season where there was rumblings between possibly breaking up Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown saying they can't coexist. But I tell you what, they have righted the ship and they look great. So um, definitely kudos to Celtics who will be amongst those four the way they're playing right now. So, um, yeah, so we'll we'll see what happens there. But uh, Boston really taking off. So. Okay, so let's go to other news here. Uh, New York City Mayor Eric William Eric Adams actually lifts the indoor mandate for unvaccinated employees. In other words, uh, players as well. So this opens up the door for Kyrie to now play in home games. So a lot of people are excited about that. Um, of course, Kyrie, he's, uh, happy to be with his guys now. So, uh, only thing in his first home game, um, against Charlotte, uh, he has kind of, he has a stinker, uh, 16 points. He shot six for 22 from the field, one for nine from three, and he did have 11 assists, but, uh, the Nets lost to Charlotte, 119 to 110. So, uh, kind of a, a little crushing blow there. So, right now, the Nets are currently in the eighth spot. So, that means play-in. So, actually, uh, they and Charlotte are right around the same area. So, if the playoffs ended today... They would actually face Charlotte. So, um, yeah. So, uh, hmm. still, of course, they're a dangerous team. Obviously, you got KD, you got Kyrie, and you got those other pieces there. Ben Simmons still does. We still don't know what's happening with him as far as that herniated, herniated disc in his back. So, uh, yeah. So, um, the Nets, we'll, we'll see what happens with them. So, 
uh, they'll be dangerous who, no matter who they're matched up against. So uh, they will be dangerous going forward. So anyhow, let us move on. Uh, Denver Nuggets coach Mike Malone agrees to a multi-year extension. Uh, he's been coaching well over there in Denver. Uh, he has a star player there. He has solid pieces as well. Uh, but the terms of the deal has not been released as of yet. So we don't know how long it is. We just know it's an extension. So I guess we'll get that news uh, somewhere in the near future, I would think so. Okay, let's move on. Uh, two players are now signed for the rest of the season. Isaiah Thomas, who bounced around a little bit during the rising COVID. Uh, he was in L.A. He ended up another place, uh, but he's he's now with Charlotte. I want to say it was Denver that he ended up. Uh, anyhow, he's with Charlotte now, and they signed up for the rest of the season. Uh, and he's played pretty good. He's played pretty good for Charlotte, so... They thought enough of him to let him stay for the whole season. So, so kudos to him. And then Jason Alvarado, kind of a, kind of a, uh, you know, one of those underdog stories. Uh, Alvarado, he signed the rest of the season with the Pelicans. So, um, he's he's been playing good from from the bench. Uh, he's been solid from that point guard position so Jose Alvarado hanging on with New Orleans till the end of the season and then finally um we'll talk about the Knicks of course uh Julius Randle fined forty thousand dollars for his antics after that loss to Utah um back in on March 20th um <sighs> Randall, I uh, tell you what, man, he's, this has been a rough season on him. I mean, he has still decent numbers, but overall, um, scoring, he's down. His shooting percentages are down. Turnovers are up. So, um, yeah, uh, definitely not, not a stellar season by any stretch of imagination, uh, which begs the question, what do the Knicks do now with him? Especially now, they've won three straight. Uh, you're witnessing the emergence of R.J. Barrett as the guy. Uh, you're also seeing uh, improved play from Emmanuel quickly and even now Obi Toppin. So uh, what do you do with Julius Randle? Because it seems like he's on the outside looking in. Um he also sat some games with a injury as well. So what do you do with this guy comes the off season? Do you deal him? You just sign him to that big money. Uh, I mean, the contract isn't a con. The, it, the money's not a contract killer. So you can move him if need be. Uh, the thing is, what do you get back for him? So, um, you know, guys have been bandying around the name Donovan Mitchell. You've been hearing that. You don't hear the Dame Lillard name 
so much as of late. Um, so Knicks have a major question to ask in the offseason. Um, did they did they sign them to that money too soon? Perhaps, perhaps, but they figured they wanted to reward a guy who, you know, kind of brought the franchise from the dead last season. So, um, yeah, I don't think it's a hard contract to move, even if it's, you know, the ink is just drying on the contracts. So, uh, yeah, I, th I think uh, it's possible he can get moved. It's very possible because the body language is just bad, guys. It, it is bad. Um, and then then there's the fans. The fans have totally turned their back on this guy. Uh, so um, it, it remains to be seen um, what happens in this offseason. But it will be interesting. You know the Knicks, they're, they're in de desperate need of a uh, point guard. Um, do you let the kids take over? Um, you bring back Rose, you have quickly, you have Deuce McBride. Do you stay with that? Or do you try and get a guy, bring in a guy like a, uh, through free agency, a guy like, uh, Jalen Brunson. Do you make a trade for a, uh, Damon Lillard, uh, even uh, Russell Westbrook at this point, who's who's absolutely uh, he he's another guy who's psychologically uh, shot. So um, yeah, so do you do that knowing that that Westbrook money is falling off the books? Uh, then remember too, you um, what decision you're going to make with uh, Mitch. Uh, Mitchell Robinson, what you're going to do with him. Um, yeah, so, you know, down the stretch there. I mean, th for the most part, Knicks are, it's just a matter of um, a couple of games or so that they're mathematically eliminated. So, uh, you would like to see uh, t Coach Tibbs get a long look at these kids to see what they can offer, uh, you know, for the next season. So, uh, so. Still some games to be played again. we got two more weeks of basketball. So a lot can happen in two weeks, guys. So we'll see how it goes. So anyhow, I think that's going to do it for me. Um, I told you I'm probably going to have a special episode coming up. Uh, I'm going to be working on that. So uh, get ready for that, guys. Uh, and... Once again, I thank you for listening as always. And of course, be careful, be safe, and we will talk later. So my peeps, if you enjoy what you're listening to, you can follow me on my Facebook page, GD That Sports Dude. You also can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at GD That Sports Dude. And also on Twitter, you can find me at GD That Sport Dude. Also, you can email me at That Sports Dude GD at gmail.com. You can also support me through my Zelle at that same email address. And also on anchor.fm slash GD That Sports Dude, 
You can hit the support button there to contribute to this podcast and also like me there as well. And again, I thank you for listening to this content.